I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH in Boston. We spent a lot of time on this program looking at charities at work in the developing world, devoting time and money to help the less fortunate. But charity can have a downside. It can discourage recipients from taking responsibility for their problems. Many aid organizations struggle with this question. How do you help people to help themselves? How and when do you hand over control to locals? A historic hospital in Africa is now facing that challenge. And after 100 years healing the sick, it spent the past year healing itself. The world's David Barron has our story. The hospital was founded by one of the great humanitarians of the 20th century, a Nobel Peace Prize winner whose name has largely faded from public consciousness. Albert Schweitzer was a German-born philosopher and theologian who in 1904, at age 29, decided to rededicate his life. He would begin the study of medicine, preparing himself to go to Africa as a doctor. This documentary on Schweitzer received an Academy Award. He did not go, he has said, to bring white civilization to the primitive land shown in these old photographs. Rather, in a sense... He went to atone for what white men had done in this land already. From 1913 until his death in 1965, Schweitzer ran his hospital in what was French Equatorial Africa. Today, it's the nation of Gabon. He didn't think that this hospital would last. He always said, well, after his death, this will fall down. But it has lasted, thanks in part to people like Hans-Peter Mueller. He's a Swiss surgeon who first volunteered here in 1996. Back there you have pediatrics, you have maternity, and far back it's the internal medicine. The Albert Schweitzer Hospital treats almost 30,000 patients a year. It's not Gabon's most modern or well-equipped hospital, but some say it provides the best care in the country. Patients often travel for hours to be treated in this remote town called Lamborene. The hospital sits above the Agoe River on a lush campus with mango and breadfruit trees. Dogs and chickens and children wander the grounds. Hans-Peter Mueller lives in Europe, but he comes here several times a year because he serves on the hospital's governing board. He's raised millions of dollars for the hospital back in Switzerland. Yet when I met up with him last fall, he was questioning what all of this effort had accomplished. Hello? He walked up to a young boy sitting outside the hospital. The boy was eating a mango, his fingers and face smeared with pulp. Mueller tweaked the boy's nose. And you see, those people, are they are very warm if you talk to them and so on. But behind, of course, they always wait for, for something. A white man is coming... Let's ask him to do something for me, for me. It's this, this uh, dependency. And who is, whose fault is this? Of course, it's ours. We have come in and uh, made them a bit like this. It's been a hard year at the Albert Schweitzer Hospital, a time of soul-searching by whites and blacks. And yes, color matters here. For most of its history, this hospital was paid for by white people and staffed by white people. 
The hospital functioned with a lot of Europeans, says a longtime Gabonese nurse, Mapimbu Sophie, better known simply as Mama Sophie. The doctors we had were European, she says. So were the nurses, the office staff. But in recent years, that's been changing, says Hans-Peter Mueller. It has always been the goal to make out of this colonial hospital or post-colonial hospital a real Gabonese hospital. Or at least a hospital where the Gabonese and outsiders are equal partners. Today, almost all of the nurses and doctors and office workers are black African. Much of the hospital's funding comes from the Gabonese government. The board is majority Gabonese. And yet whites have generally remained in charge. Taking that last step, sharing control of the hospital, requires trust on both sides of the color divide. And recently that's been in short supply. Things came to a head last year. For some time, black staff had complained about the most recent white director of the hospital, a retired French military officer. The hospital's chief accountant, Pierre Claver-Bouca, says the director was arrogant, abusive, racist. He hired a technical director whom he asked to oppress the workers, the Gabonese workers, the black workers, saying that the Negroes don't work properly if they don't oppress them. He said that. Il a dit cela. Yes, he did. The director, Mark Libesar, adamantly denies having said that. In an email to me from France, he contends that the staff was embezzling, stealing funds, paying unearned overtime. Libesar says he tried to clamp down, and that caused the workers to rise up against him. Indeed, last May, the staff staged an illegal strike. They blockaded the hospital. They chanted and carried a coffin with Mark Libesar, the director's name on it. Libesar and two other white French managers departed the hospital and the country. The events left the hospital without a permanent director and left everyone scarred. Hans-Peter Mueller says some European board members even contemplated closing the hospital for a time. We only heard through emails what, what the hell was going on. Uh, and we said, we can't go on like this. Uh, a hospital Schweizer with a strike like this and people uh, carrying around uh, coffins, you can't accept such uh, comportement uh, the way they do it. Huh? Many Gabonese workers were also stunned by the turn of events. Again, the nurse, Mama Sophie. Quelqu'un a fait une révélation. Someone had a vision. The great doctor, Albert Schweitzer, was looking across the river and had turned his back on the hospital. In our worldview, it means he was very angry about how things were going here. Because the dead aren't dead. Everything that happens, the dead see. The staff prayed for quieter times. Meanwhile, there was tension on the hospital board, what one member called a deep ravine between the Gabonese and Europeans. The one American on the board is a doctor at Harvard Medical School named Lachlan Faro. The European board members were frustrated over years that the Gabonese board members were not effectively enough engaged in the hospital. And then they say, nothing's going to happen unless we do it ourselves. And then the attitude that's experienced by the Gabonese is these white people from outside 
don't respect our efforts, so why try? And then you've got this vicious circle. Faro saw an opportunity to change that dynamic. Gabon had elected a new president who vowed to tackle the corruption and inefficiency that's long plagued this country. Meanwhile, Lachlan Faro became president of the Schweitzer Hospital's board, and he vowed to reach out to the new government and to the Gabonese members of the hospital board. He wanted them to help chart the hospital's future course. We're going to show how you do it in a spirit of solidarity rather than charity. That's what he said last October. Putting that philosophy into practice hasn't been easy. Gabon's president had promised new funding for the hospital, but the money took months to materialize, and Faro had to fight to get it. The president wants the hospital to train Gabonese medical students and work more closely with the public health system. Lachlan Faro embraces those goals, but he says now that coordinating efforts with the government has been frustrating. There have been a number of times when... uh, it really has seemed like this is hopeless. Am I crazy? Uh, you know, can this possibly work? Is the country ready, or is the um, the shared vision that I really believe people have um, really true or powerful enough to unite people across all the different divisions that they've had? Um, and there've been you know times of uh, deep despair. But he believes the hard work is starting to pay off in a new relationship between locals and outsiders, blacks and whites. And he can point to a major recent development. Remember the white French hospital director driven out by the staff? Several months ago, I asked hospital workers who would they like to see as a replacement? Would they like a Gabonese director? The answer, no. A white man should be the director, said nurse Mama Sophie. She said three-quarters of the staff want the hospital director to be white. Gabonese members of the hospital board, like René Adiaheno, agreed. We want to maintain the multicultural character of the hospital, he said. But Hans-Peter Mueller, the Swiss surgeon, said Gabonese members of the board shared with him a different reason why they wanted a white director. They didn't think anyone from their country would have the right skills. They said... Oh, Dr. Muller, nous ne sommes pas encore mûrs. We are not ripe yet. We are not ripe yet for this. Board President Lachlan Faro wanted to challenge that thinking. He searched for and found an experienced Gabonese hospital administrator, hired him to be deputy director and to serve as interim director. And after several months, this man, Antoine Nzenge, won over the staff and board which voted unanimously last month to make him the permanent director. Lachlan Faro returned to the U.S. from the board meeting and sounded encouraged. The Gabonese staff, when I was at the hospital this past time, uh, told me how wonderful Antoine was. Uh, one of them, may even have been Mama Sophie, um, one of them said, uh, uh, he, he has saved the hospital. That may be an overstatement. The Albert Schweitzer Hospital still faces huge obstacles. A million-dollar budget deficit, antiquated facilities, a rising burden of HIV and tuberculosis. But for the first time since the hospital was founded 99 years ago, an African is in charge of finding the solutions. For The World, I'm David Barron. You can see pictures of the Albert Schweitzer Hospital then and now at theworld.org.